Hello everyone, it's Jerry at the Fledge, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 3, and it's uh, January 3rd, 2022, and we are on our way. So before I bring on my guest and introduce him, I'm going to uh, just remind everyone that uh, we've got some certain things that are happening every week and new programs that are coming out. So uh, one in particular, the Entrepreneurial Support Forum that is pinned on the top of the Fledge uh, Facebook page. If you could fill that out, if you're interested in um, growing your business, accelerating in some way, starting a business this year, there are tons of resources out there that we are trying to connect people with. So the form really helps us collect some data about where you're at in your process and different demographics that help us match with grants and funding opportunities. So that's one thing. We're also starting our youth entrepreneurial program up in February. So a STEM program that ties entrepreneurialism and we're looking for seventh to 12th graders from Everett, Eastern, Sexton, Gardner, or Dwight Rich. So check out that form as well. And then the other thing is uh, some of the events that we're doing on a weekly basis now. Every Thursday from 12 to 2, we're having a crypto meetup and talking about, one, the fledge point, but also all kinds of different use cases for cryptocurrencies, NFTs, and all of that. It's not the, uh, you know, the scam where you give us $50 and we promise you a thousand at the end of the week. We're really trying to educate the community on what we believe will probably be the next um, financial system, monetary system, economy, however you want to look at it. So let's get our people in on the bottom and help build this rather than letting other people build it for us. You know, I preach that all the time. So, uh, I think that's enough for a little oh yeah and of course i'm always looking for guests for every damn day uh, so if you're interested hit us up send me a message send me an email jerry at the fledge it's right there and i probably should also talk about uh 99 problems with a pitching one is thursday at six so uh check that out come pitch we're always looking for presenters and people uh, to pitch so as soon as I change my camera here, we'll see someone who pitched in the finals in the last one. Mr. Marshall Cabal, how are good you doing today? Good. 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 Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year, 2022. Back at it. Thanks, uh, thanks for coming in with so much energy today. You know, I'm feeling it. Feeling it. Feeling it. You, uh, I don't think you've stopped uh, bobbing or pacing or <laughs> doing your knee or whatever. Hey, man, I, I drank some coffee. It's like a whole pot <laughs> first coffee. And-
Let's start with you. What do you want to tell us about you and your projects and your company and your organization and yeah. whoever you identify? Yeah. And who? Yeah. Uh, my name is Marshall Kumok. I'm a Lansing resident. I live on the west side in a cooperative house in Rivendell. I've got 10 roommates, cat, dog, five chickens, and a garden, greenhouse. Um, we have a beautiful house and a good workshop. But, um, my work, I consider myself a cooperative community and energy enthusiast. Uh, I wear a lot of different hats. Um, the groups that, and projects I'm most excited about in 2022 are the continued work of Michigan Mosaic Energy Cooperative. Uh, we've been at it together, Gary and the Fledge, for years now. I think I uh, first met you pitching at a pitch competition in Hatching, you know, and still been at it and beautiful relationship and growing uh, there. Appreciate all that work. Uh, and then the project I'm most excited about this year is the Michael Thompson Clemency Project. We're working to free uh, prisoners that have been down sometimes 30, 40 years uh, unjustly, uh, ready to reenter society. And uh, that work stems from the Michigan Cannabis Freedom Coalition. Uh, so MCFC was a coalition, national coalition, strong Michigan ties, uh, working free cannabis prisoners here in Michigan. So uh, Michael is the longest serving nonviolent offender in the state of Michigan history, served 26 years for selling three pounds of cannabis. Is free now, uh, leading prison reform efforts. So, you know, do a lot of environmental work, prison reform. Uh, looking forward to the year, and you know, it's an election year. Gretchen Whitmer do a lot of political organizing. She's up for re-election, and there's a lot of promises that haven't been true yet regarding prison reform and canvas and environment. So, I'm looking forward to the work ahead. Gretchen's my nemesis. She beat me in the activist advocate. Oh, uh, the local town. Uh, I voted for you. I really did. So, Thank you. Yeah. I voted for me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's a good pull. The city pulse doesn't start with that. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of fun. I, like, uh, I never have been nominated for anything before this year. Mm-hmm. And then we got in. Peppo got in. <laughs> but she performed poorly. <laughs> um, so, you know, you're, you're most excited about the judicial reform. Mm-hmm. And you're really, are you focused mostly in the prison reform, sentencing? Are you going up and down the chain? It's up and down the chain, yeah. We have a lot of different um, policy priorities uh, from any um, felony murders. Uh, that's how people get locked up sometimes unjustly for 20, 40 life. Uh, they're just at the scene and you know, murder, unfortunately, goes down and get locked in for life. Even when that is even touched the gun, you know what's going to go on. Um, Habitual offender in Michigan has been stacking that, and also good time served in Michigan. Um, we're the only state that doesn't have good time served, so those are some of the policy things. And then we're also Balmico, that's Michael Thompson, um, was Balmico. He uh, was serving with these guys that no longer need to be there. Today we just started a change.org petition for Donald Williams, and uh, Donald's been down 40 years for murder he didn't commit. His wife Cheryl, his uh, sweetheart at 14, um, talking to her almost every day, uh, was about to file a clemency petition uh, today or this week. Um, going to Governor Whitmer's death, so it's, you know, it's time for her to look at these cases and start putting people out of prison. I'm going to walk backwards a little bit. It, it seems so um, yeah, unjust, I'm starting with that word, to say your punishment is 20 years and that's what it is, right? Mm-hmm. It's just revenge. It's just punishment. It's not about reform because where's the evaluation? Where's the, 
it should be based on some behavioral change. Yeah, yeah. rehabilitation. Yeah. yeah. And you know, readiness to reenter society. I mean, we got one guy, Leroy Washington, he's he's about to get a PhD in prison. The first person in Michigan to get a PhD in prison. And he's ready to reenter society and make a change. You know, the, the good that he can do on the outside is immense. You know, stop hundreds and thousands of people that fall into the traps that he did at 25, 20 years old with gun rifles. You know, so you know, the solutions are not just taking guns out of the street and you know, you know, the trap period. I mean, uh, it's I read a good quote from uh, Desmond Tutu yesterday that said, We need to do more than just pull the bodies out of the river. We need to go up the river and find out why they're falling in. And I feel like we're just trying to always mess with the symptom, always mess with the, the thing that. People can see and you think that you can do something about it and it's really preventative. It's really preventative. Yeah, telling the story, yeah, yeah, educating. So that's 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 exciting work. Um, and really I need to give a shout out to the Oaks Griffin with uh, Griffin with the uh, Michigan Justice uh, Association, is that right? Um, with the Midtown. Oh, Michigan. the advocacy, yeah, Michigan Justice, yeah, yeah, Michigan MGA, yeah. They're doing good work for sure. Yeah. Um, and I think that good time in Michigan. Spot on, and it should be done. And I didn't know we were doing the state. Um, yeah, yeah, that's terrible. So, we get famous for things like that. Well, know? Michigan, that's so crazy. I mean, Michigan prisons, they're even we on Kansas here, but when, when Michael was released from Jackson Penitentiary, and historically, Jackson's been the biggest wall facility in the world. And I, didn't, I never knew that until I was there, and just feeling the energy, consumers' energy sitting right next door, who's powering the prison. And so, you know, we have 40,000 inmates in Michigan, and I've heard anywhere from the 20,000 need to be released, ready to serve community. And, you know, reentry programs are needed. That's what MCFC, we have a pretty uh, robust reentry program. We're trying to provide housing and $5,000 reentry grants and transition plans. So, in the state of Michigan, we don't have transition plans for people. So, at federal prison, they do need to write out your goals and, you know, housing, you need a license, you need a phone, all these needs when you get out. And so um, we have a transition plan, and it's, it's, I hope that helps. You know, it's, it seems like a needed step in the state. It's, uh, I think you, wait, what? Somebody saying the audio might be bad. What talking about? Let me double check. No. I'm not doing that a little bit. Our audio might be horrible. Let's see. Sorry, everyone, just give me one second. Check, check. That should improve it. Sorry about that, Pete. And thank you, Pete, for letting me hear about it. So we might have just been, maybe oh, I'll <laughs> use my new skills with uh, FL Studio to bump up the volume in the first four minutes, I guess. Nice. Um, but I think we were using the camera's mic because when I switched, it switched out everything. Thank you. Lesson learned. Uh, day three should be okay for the rest of the year. Um Shoot, now I'm a little bit derailed in the conversation. Oh, you were talking about transformation plans and um, is that what it's called? Oh, transition plans. Transition yeah. plans. And I was, what's that? I don't think I'm hearing it. There's no audio? No, and I can Check, check. Should be good now. All right. Does that mean there was no audio at all before? All right. Um, will you turn that off? 
or down. Uh, I was thinking about Daryl Alexander. If you remember, he was helping us with the batteries when yeah, we were, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. breaking Staple. those apart yeah. and all of that. And he'll he'll come on and tell the story too. Uh, but he was there for 26 years, studied as everything and anything that he could, and came out with a a really solid plan. But also, there's a lot of a lot of really quirky things when you come out after yeah. 25, 30, 40 years oh, um, watching Robert Hernandez trying to answer his phone. Oh, he had yeah, no idea. Can you imagine? Like, uh-uh. I, mean, I don't know. Even just from like 2000 to now, you know, that was Michael's sentence. But like, you know, these guys like Donald who've been down 40 years since the 70s, like mm-hmm. used to have segregation in America, you know? It's yeah. Like, so it's crazy. It's uh, unjust. It is unjust. And, and not, you know, justice delayed is justice denied. And so that's where, you know, calling on Gretchen Whitmer to, you know, there, we got more of these stories yeah. that are going to be filed and coming. So Horace Peterson's another one uh, from Flint, Michigan. Uh, been down 40 years. His family's fighting hard. Son, Eric Whittier, put down. He was just a change.org uh, activist of the year. Um, so that, that's on her desk right now. So, uh, you know, free horse. What? What's the kid's name that's uh, the longest life or youth lifer in Michigan or still? Oh, yeah, uh, I know. Yeah, I know the uh, story you're talking about. That's yeah, Michigan's youth laws are terrible. And, and we had uh, one of the things we did have was a pretty sweeping criminal justice reform uh, clean slate package that did pass through, but it didn't go all the way on a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, even cannabis, the Michigan Cannabis Freedom Coalition's fighting for um pushing uh, if you had a possession or a delivery charge that's still not expungeable uh, so if you know you were charged with a cannabis crime historically it's probably going to be cultivation delivery uh and you know that's it's a crime it's a medicine you know it's the plant so it's uh, time to get those people out of prison they can't get those expunged not cultivation and delivery you know huh. yeah and i mean come on if you had a crime what you, that's growing it and delivering it right, right. So that's, you know, in Ann Arbor, they were telling us, throw that away, yeah. you know, and in Lansing, they were arresting people. Crazy. Detroit was still arresting people. We, we uh, our coalition was able to intercept a case where a guy had sold $40 of weed at a bus stop and they were trying to charge him for a bunch of things. Just just by being there, though, they, they dropped all charges. Right. And so it's, yeah. it's just a crazy system. Yeah. So what do you want to talk about in the energy space or in yeah, the, yeah, actually yeah. you told me a hint, the workspace, right? You want to talk about that? Yeah. One of those the, two? The way of life. Yeah. The, the, so how, how, how we view work. And so Michigan Mosaic Energy Cooperative, uh, it's a new economy initiative, uh, cooperative initiative, cooperative economics. Uh, people aren't always familiar with cooperatives, so it's a type of ownership. Uh, in a business, in a housing, and food co-op are common. Uh, and the world of work is, you know, it's our everyday. It's what we do, our jobs, it's our families oftentimes, who we see the most, our passions. And so why do we get stuck doing jobs that we don't want to do? And so in a new economy, you know, let's, let's, let's create and envision, you know, a new world. That's the fledge, you know. It's entrepreneur, the, the quote on the door. Uh, I, I'm going to mess it up. I can't remember the exact word, but, you know, it's... You know, you want me to tell you? Yeah, please. Uh, proceed as if success is inevitable. That's money. That's the money quote. That's beautiful. And, uh, well, right next to it, it says you are beautiful. And I was thinking that one applies to you too, Marshall. <laughs> hey, much love, Jared. Much love. And, uh, 
Michigan Mosaic Energy Cooperative, we're uh, really tied to environmental justice, whether it's the food we eat, whether it's the solar panels that we need the energy from. Um, our current energy system is broken. Uh, it's old, it's dirty, uh, it's inefficient, and it's, it's costly to our health and our communities. And so there's a big gap in community about what sustainability is, who it affects, how we do something about it. Is it too big for us to even control? Is it just the weather? All these things are important dialogue, and it needs to be taught in our schools. I mean, the kids get it, and they need to be able to talk about it in school, but the community needs to get it, and spaces like the Fledge and community energy uh, are all part of the mix as we make an energy transition to a renewable future. And so, you know, this work for me stems from shutting down Line 5 and protecting the Great Lakes. Mm -hmm. Being from Lansing, Michigan, you know, it's, we're stewards of 20% of the world's fresh water. Uh, that makes our, I mean, look at this, that is the most beautiful painting. That is, you know, one of my, my favorite spots. My grandfather was a, a cherry orchard farmer in Old Mission Peninsula. So, you know, this part of the world is... is I get it. I got to tilt the camera just a little bit so everyone gets the... Oh, the full, the full yeah. thing, yes. And for all of you on my new Spotify channel, sorry, but we have a, uh, a, a very large painting of the... Is this at the Kenoa Peninsula? No, this, or, uh, it was. Uh, this is um, up, uh, not Traverse City, but um, what's the, the other? Uh, Charlevoix. Yeah, Charlevoix. Yeah, yeah. So this is incredible. Yeah, but I love the word you use. We're stewards of twenty percent of the world's water, and that doesn't mean we're managers of it. It doesn't mean we're the leaders that are no, doing. Probably, it means we can't sell it either. Yeah, we do sell it. We do. I know. It's, to Nestle. It's a Nestle. It's a shame. It's, it's a crime. It's a crime, right? And then charge Flint residents to drink the Nestle water. It's, yeah. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. It's, I've always said that Lansing, whatever OPEC for water looks like, they're going to meet in Lansing, Michigan. They should. They need to. They yeah. will. They will. Yeah. They will. And there's a governor's committee that. And um, I don't mean it from the financial manipulation. Of, no. I yeah. mean, who's the stewards yeah. of the water? Yeah. No. It's, it's Michigan. It's the home. You know, it's the capital of Michigan, and mm -hmm. that's the home of the water. So there's a there's a governor's pact that really needs to meet in Lansing and protect it coming up. I mean, I had a good friend uh, Sam Burnt who works for NASA as a you know engineer right now. He helped lead the green initiative at our housing cooperative to get uh, 20 solar panels on top of David Boyd Memorial House. And that was a real fun project. But he even he said, you know, he's like, well, they're talking about taking people in California right now and NASA are saying, well, we got the Great Lakes water. Right. So, you know, we'll figure a way to pipe it out. And he didn't know that there was a Great Lakes pact to defend it. And he's like, you know, environmental group. But people don't know about, you know, mm -hmm. this pact. And so we need to protect it. We need to enhance it. And. We can't ship our water away. It's, it's the most precious resource we have. Yeah. Do you think it is still a global resource, though? I think it's a bioregional resource. So we need to map, evaluate our communities based on watersheds. Uh, I'm really excited about Michigan redistricting. Um, we got new political boundaries, but I think we need to take a step further and draw how we live by watersheds, bioregions. Oh, I like that. Uh, I like you said that, you know, our, our energy, it's dirty, right? And I always look at the Lansing. I look at all the Lansing shirts and see which ones have smokestacks on them and which ones don't. Yeah, yeah. I did a TikTok. Excuse my language, everybody. 
and I said, I fucking hate these smokestacks. Oh, they're the worst, man. And we spent like $40,000 of our city money on it. What an awful PR campaign. That is that is awful. Why would you ever choose? Well, people came at me on TikTok with hate. Well, they people, fucking hate you too yeah, and all this stuff. Yeah, and, I bet they did. But they, I mean, that's part of that dialogue, though. You know, people look at, you know, and they're going to come down. They, and, oh, I could, I could tangent about these. They're from GM. That's how they originally got here. GM built that plant to power their operations, and now GM might think Lansing is a battery factory, but they got a lot of remediation to do. I think GM needs to pay to take those stacks down because that's gonna be a pricey job. In the uh, 30s, 40s, and 50s, my family owned a grocery store on Olds Avenue um, called the Norris Grocery, and GM bought out that whole neighborhood to build the plants there. Um, the big parking lot that we see now in the place. Well, I used to fish down there. My grandfather used to swim down there when he was a little boy, you know, and I hate those things, man. It's sad. Oh, man, that's, that's I didn't know that story. That was, that's, I mean, that, that's what's lost, right? And so I think they need to make the plants an energy park, like, because they were talking mm-hmm. about, you know, they were investigated to make them apartments, you know, because they got to glorify them. And that was just not feasible. They just, you yeah. know, it's a toxic wasteland, right? And so, like, well, you know, I'd like to have a discussion sometime and maybe we can do a different show on this because I'm not doing the single guest this year. Um, how are we going to take them down? Yeah, and when you plan that out and you look at how you can't implode them because no. then you're going to screw the river for sure. You can't take them apart a little at a bit because it's cost prohibitive. So you have to knock them over. Where are they going to fall? I don't know. And what dust is going to, and they're going to buy that whole neighborhood and wreck all of those houses just to bring those goddamn things down. It's Excuse be, my it's language a, it's again. Not, it's a nightmare. It's and a nightmare. Pete Boshef, if you're still listening, I'm sure you have uh, thoughts and uh, ideas about this very subject. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a big thing. And it's, it needs to come down soon, right? I mean, they're going offline like this yeah. year or next. And so can't just leave them off. Yeah. I think they're they're offline from a, a waste perspective, but they're they're boiler releases or yeah, something like still that. Powered up in case you know the emergency event. That, yeah, yeah, that inevitably is going to happen. They love, they don't burn. You know? so, but it's dirty. It's dirty. It's all very dirty. And, um, there's a but there's you know the, the there's solutions. That's the encouraging thing to the energy future. They're affordable. They're interactive. And they provide jobs. I mean, millions of jobs are out there waiting to be unleashed in yeah. a new economy. The Green New Deal, man, makes so much sense. It makes too much sense. You know? Is that it's what the, the problem is? Too this much is sense. too simple. We've got to be more complicated. Yeah, yeah. You can't subtract the military budget paid for it. Why would we, you know, billions of dollars that goes there every year, 500? Uh, yeah. We need to be like Costa Rica. No army for a while. Can you imagine five hundred billion dollars? What we can do? Yeah, a lot, a I lot, assume. A lot. Uh, as I go into the kind of next phase of the show and thinking about, you know, talking to you about our community, that's you all through and through, though, right? It's what you've already been talking about. Yeah. As as you kind of look at Lansing right now, what you see the energy problems, you see the poverty, you see the gun violence. What, what are some of your thoughts there and the causes and, 
you know, maybe the solutions and how does what you're doing yeah. fit into those solutions? And, I mean, I always go back to food, man. Food. Norris grocery store getting knocked out from downtown. That's a food desert now. Mm -hmm. and there's food deserts across the city. Food is what, you know, what we put in our gut is is the majority of how we, what we react to. And I mean, it's something like 9% of how we feel and how we react is based on our gut health, which is the food mm -hmm. we eat and, you know, and so just that, that lack of education around food, the lack of access to food, uh, it's important and it affects everything. Um, so, you know, starting with feeding bellies, you know, giving people warm meals is going to be key, I think, to a lot of our problems because how do you learn on an empty stomach? Yeah. I, uh, you were the first person ever to make me realize that there's an energy ecosystem that involves the human body. I mean, equating, I guess calories is a measure yeah, of yeah, heat or energy. Yeah, yeah, it's not calories, the calorie. The calorie right? Yeah. And from there, you can get to volts and amps and watts it's, it's and everything, the, yeah, right? That was, my, that was my aha moment. I had a, a fellowship back in my college at Michigan State to investigate a 100% renewable energy plan. And that's what I, that's what I, I came down to is that the calorie, you know, it's, it's food, it's energy, it's, it's everything. Yeah. And so it's, yeah, it's important. Yeah. That was very insightful. That was an aha moment for me too. So thank you for teaching me that and putting me in that space and giving me a different mindset when I think about this whole problem now. Yeah. It's really the root, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's the physical root, uh, you know, a little, a little root. You know? yeah. So, you're working on the, th the things, the big things. And, you know, we, uh, I see people, not people, I see some big organizations, they, oh my God, gun violence is the thing now, let's gravitate towards that. Or food insecurity is the thing, let's gravitate towards that. And I understand why they would do that to be reactive, to try to help to the, reactive is the wrong word, but to respond to the help that's needed. But sometimes it's for the money, yeah. right? And it's for the grants and all of that. And so to you, though, I think that calorie, if we stick with that, mm -hmm. runs through everything that you're doing. Yeah. Would you say it does in the yeah, justice system? And yeah, yeah, I it's mean, all, it's all energy, right? I mean, it's yeah. I mean, one of our I mean, food. So one of our prison reformers uses food. I mean, Michael came out and he was just saying they feed us like dogs, worse than a dog. The dog won't eat that food. So like, what does that create? You know, the conditions that people are, you know, it's already unbearable what people got to live in, you know, the little cages. And then you don't get any food. And so how else are you going to react but to act out and not when you enter society be not rehabilitated and, you know, get yourself back in the trap, right? And so all goes down to that calorie yeah, and energy you know life is energy in all of its forms so um so you're working on all that what could you could you give let's say somebody wants to get involved 2022 is their year they want to get involved in strengthening the community what would you ask them yeah, to do what do you what do you love to do what you know this this is the world of work what do you what do you love to do what's your you know what is your passion like that is how you can be the biggest asset and you know, and, and maybe play in some dirt, you know, make your garden, make your backyard a garden, make your front yard a garden, plant some sunflowers, you know, sunflowers are beautiful. They're, they're pretty easy to plant and, you know, make a really nice uh, flower. <laughs> Do you remember when I uh, first, the fledge first came into Lansing and I put do as thou wilt mm -hmm. out in the front there? Yeah, yeah. And that was exactly what I meant is 
get up and do what the hell makes you happy every single morning. And I bet you all of us, a ton of our problems start to go away. We start to take care of each other differently. Yeah. Put you in a better mind space, better head space, you know? Um, All right. Last thing. Is there a story story you'd want to tell us about something you've overcome or something that you're working through the overcoming of? Yeah. So uh, I served as a volunteer in service to America, um, uh, which uh, its mission is to alleviate poverty. So you get uh, a year, it was a year of service uh, and you're living at the poverty level. I mean, we're capped at making $12,000 a year. Uh, That's all expenses. You know, can't have any other jobs and you know, you Poverty is difficult. It's, there's no easy solution, um, but to, we can build ourselves up, and and through community, uh, Lansing. That's what keeps me here. It's the community of Lansing. I mean, we have such a strong community. Uh, I, not everyone knows about it, um, but I, I really do see something special emerging with our entrepreneurial spaces. The you know the world of work, just the, the community care that we that that is in Lansing, and the potential to grow food. You know, so fighting through poverty, uh, you know, has been a has been a challenge. You know, I live with ten roommates. That can get difficult from time <laughs> to time. You know, I would like to, uh, you know, have a different. You know, own a house would be nice, but you know, gotta gotta work through it. So now I'd love to see home buying programs available for first time home buyers. That seemed like a Obama administration huge success yeah. that went away. Um, things like that, energy retrofits on those houses. Uh, you know, I'd love to see the city of Lansing sponsor programs like that. You coming to our Bitcoin birthday party tonight? Uh, I, you know about the crypto. I'm going to be there. Because be I, I think we're going to talk about it um, a little bit tonight, especially if Brent Forsberg shows up. Oh, I mean, that tiny um, host. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, if he's, that's great. Yes. That's and uh, this is weird. Environmental activists. I'm just going to call you yeah. that for simplicity right now. And crypto enthusiasts. And one of the things that people always say about crypto <laughs> is the environmental the impact, what but they're wrong. they're wrong. They're wrong. They're wrong. They're wrong. It's not crypto is not inherently environmentally varied. It can right. be from clean energy. It really can right. be. And well, we can do it a different way. Like the Polygon Network does it There's in a, it. you know, six houses per way, you know, way compared less. to Visa's 300,000 houses. Yeah. It's, I mean, so, there's, there's, there's solutions. Yeah. There's solutions. And yeah. it just gets bad. People abuse it, you know. Crypto is being abused. It's yeah. wild west right now, um, but there's there are potential solutions in crypto that are going to change the world, and they're here, and they're and they're not going anywhere. You That's know, right. it's it's not. Uh, one quick thing back to what you said about the uh, the struggle and the poverty. Uh, Robert Reich, Secretary of Labor, yeah. that guy, he. One, first of all, his TikTok's fucking awesome. So go check him out on TikTok. But I read an article where he was talking about the child tax credit and the $300 a month and how it lifted some kids out of poverty. There was a noticeable change in 2021 or 2020. I don't know which one he was talking about. And he said it's a policy decision. Poverty is a policy decision. And you're talking about, you know, how to you you want to impact policy this year and it got me thinking do we should we all be working on policy more i mean policy needs to include all of us yeah it needs to be bigger tables right now the tables in lansing are 
they, they're not open tables. That's the problem. You know, they're, they're the lobbyists. They're not even the politicians. The politicians oftentimes are just the figurehead. They yeah. come every four years with the lobbyists. The lobbyists uh, do the constant. work, man. And they're the ones building that table over and over. I mean, one yeah. quick tangent about policy before, you know, we wrap up. The Michigan Cannabis Manufacturer Association is trying to hijack the cannabis industry. They're trying to make sure you and I and everyone can't grow a single plant in their house eventually. Right. Police can knock on the door and come in whenever they want for caregiver grows. That, I mean, we're talking draconian measures, the drug, the war on drugs for another hundred years. So yeah. it's policy is important. Um, a big table is important. So, but you know, we don't need to all get bogged down with policy. If we have a big table, it's, it's light work. Yeah. Some of us got to get out there and work too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. You got to, so, you got to build, you know, yeah. we need builders. And, well, we forget to talk about anything. Anything you want to say? Um, just uh, much love to the Fledge. I appreciate all you guys do for the community. Uh, this place is doing the work. And yeah, let's keep doing the work 2022. I'm, I'm feeling 22, man. I'm feeling it. You know, at the beginning of 2021, we had that big uh, push, that campaign to raise money called We Are the Fledge. And the Fledge sometimes is building. The Fledge gets wrapped up in Jerry's thing, but it's nothing without people like you and the community that you were talking about. So we love you all very much, Lansing. Thanks for listening to another episode of Every Damn Day. Thank you, Marshall, for coming on and talking with us. And we will see you tomorrow on another episode. Love you all. Peace.